0: Fashion designer Money Jussel is more than just a young entrepreneur or budding fashion designer. She's a creative visionary, and her passion for the craft and her relentless pursuit of success is a testament to this. On this episode of Date with Daniel, we speak to Money Jussel one on one in her showroom about her passion for fashion and why the stars are loving her tasty mix of the East and West. Money! Money, money, money! How are you? Good, how are you? I am fabulous. I'm so excited to be in your showroom. I've been meaning to do this interview with you for a very, very long time. It's been a long time coming. So kind of being in your headquarters, being in your space, and you know, we were just chatting before the camera started rolling and kind of reminiscing about the not so long ago past. Yeah. I believe it was 2013 or 2014.
1: Yeah, 2013 I graduated from Ryerson, so I think end of 2013 I met Veronica and then we met
0: We met through Veronica, actually, so I was on on Omni Television's Bollywood Boulevard at that time, and her stylist had come up to her with a brand new graduate, a fashion graduate, who was very promising, who can create a custom dress for her, and you had created a nice maroon gown, which is completely different from what we see in the showroom here today, but that was like knowing you at the very start, and to see you grow over the past three or four years, I mean, sure, there's been a lot of personal growth, but to create yourself into a brand that now Ashanti, Kendall, Kylie Jenner, and even Beyoncé are pulling from, mm-hmm. people sometimes work over a decade to get there. Yeah. So tell me about what your goal was when you were just that graduate trying to get a dress on Veronica, to now okay. being someone who's like dressing celebrities and creating collections one after the other.
1: I feel like when I had first started and I was working with Veronica and I had just graduated, the goal was to just find a job in design in Toronto, Mm -hmm. but I found that like after applying many times, like I applied to Joe Fresh, I applied to like other little design houses and it just wasn't happening for me. Mm -hmm. So that's when it kind of rained on me that, you know what, maybe I should start opening up my own label. And I feel like dressing Veronica definitely helped in that because she like pushed me in the right direction Mm -hmm. and like connected me with the right people and it kind of encouraged me to want to open up the label.
0: So talk to me about that brand because that little germ of an idea that you had in your head so many years ago and now turning it into something, a lifestyle that people want to buy into. Mm -hmm. What was the challenges there and what is that
1: brand? So the brand initially started when I did my Mass X collection. So basically I wanted to do a South Asian bridal collection that really experimented with colour, fabrics and silhouettes. And when I did it, it was just honestly a school project and I was like, okay, once it's done, like I'm going to go into evening wear or I'm going to do something completely different. But what ended up happening was when people saw the pieces walk out on the runway during Mass X, everyone was wowed by it and I received such good feedback. And I had so many girls message me to purchase my pieces. I'm like, what? You want to purchase my school project? Like, I don't understand, <laughs> right? And so it kind of just grew from that, um, and I found that I kind of um, bridged the gap in this like niche market that existed, and it was like younger girls around my age that were looking for South Asian attire that was different, that wasn't. That was something that's not already in the market. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like every like me personally, I was tired of seeing like the bling, like the chandelier, Christmas tree type lingas. Like <laughs> that, that's not me. And I was so tired of seeing that because I'm like, why would you want to look like, like that? Mm-hmm. So, um, that's when I started creating my pieces. And how it kind of started was I was. One summer, kind of looking through an issue of Vogue India. Mm-hmm. And I was inspired by seeing like Sabya Sachi and Manish Malotra, Tarunta Halani and JJ Vallea. And I, I was like, wow, like India has a really cool fashion scene. So I kind of like took those ideas and mixed it with like what I grew up in, like my Canadian upbringing, and created this brand that kind of resonates to a lot of girls the same kind of generation.
0: Yeah, so you know what, you kind of went into yeah. my next question, because yeah. I think uh, one of the most common things that fashion designers is asked yeah. is like what are your inspirations, yeah. but I think your inspiration was kind of creating a space for yourself, Yeah.
1: Exactly. like not wanting
0: to be in that auntie type of outfit, or not yeah. wanting to necessarily be something that was meant to be on a runway, yeah. Yeah. but kind of mixing everything together so that yeah. it was accessible, Yeah. and I think that's where your success has been. Yeah. I mean, not only do I think you fi- have you filled a gap yeah. here in North America yeah. for somebody who was actually from here, creating that kind of right, work. Exactly. But you were kind of a rebel.
1: Yeah, I am. You know,
0: like and that sort of rebel type mentality yeah. kind of resonates with a lot of the girls yeah. that are actually buying your clothes. Right. So what makes you such a fashion rebel?
1: Um, I feel like when I'm designing, like I want to push the box, whether mm-hmm. it be with modesty, whether it be with the type of color, like I just want to question like the South Asian norms of dressing, mm. and I just I want to push the box a little bit and be like, it's okay to want to feel sexy in a lenga or a sari. Like you don't have to be so covered up, but I mean modesty, like people can choose however they want it to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, what are your hopes for the, this this brand going forward? Because I mean, you know, I I speak to so many different designers and mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes collections come out a lot slower, mm-hmm. or sometimes ideas take a little bit more time yeah. to actually materialize. But you seem to have come out with far more collections than somebody would have anticipated yeah. for a designer that started just not too long ago. Yeah. And then the ideas just keep changing. Yeah. You know, so where do you where do you see yourself going?
1: So basically, the goal is now to be creating two collections a year. Um, And then eventually start doing four collections a year, but I want to start with two collections just because I feel like because I'm the only designer in North America doing what I'm doing. I want to conquer that market Mm -hmm. and then the other thing also is yes There's designers in Mumbai that are doing something very similar to what I'm doing But they're still not getting that Western aesthetic right there's something always off about Mm -hmm. what they're doing and it's and it becomes that like Indo-Western Do you know what I mean? And like, and I hate those words because when people like refer to my clothes as fusion or um, Indo Western, like I kind of cringe. Yeah, because I'm like, that's not me. Because what I picture when I see Indo Western is like this, like prom dress with like Indian like embroidery <laughs> and just something very gaudy that's yeah. what I pictured I'm like okay that's not me my silhouettes are a little bit more sleek they're more elegant and they're more versatile in the sense that you can wear them to Indian functions mm-hmm. or you can style them completely different and yes. wear them to like red carpets. Yes and I
0: thought Ashanti do that so well yeah, you exactly. know you would have never guessed that okay somebody can say money yeah. so just that you know this Desi the designer, but yeah. then look at how her clothes went so well on Ashanti, for yeah, instance. You know, exactly. paired it up with a skirt. Yeah. So I mean, when you talk about wanting to question mm-hmm. the South Asian identity, like I mean, that, does yeah. that come from how you grew up?
1: Um, yeah, I guess when you're growing up, being Indian and Canadian, you kind of like you're one way at home and then you're one way when you're at school. Mm-hmm. So I think for me it was just kind of blending those two together. I've always questioned like why can't they be one in the same, why does it always, like for example like my closets, mm-hmm. like I had like my Daisy closet and mm-hmm. I have my like everyday Canadian closet. So I think what I wanted to do was just kind of blend mm-hmm. the two together and not have to like deal with two separate things. It sounds so ridiculous when you think Yeah, because like it. that Daisy closet was like locked up in a suitcase with where uh, my you only pull it out, yeah. And you only pull it out when you need to. So I think that's what I kind of wanted to change.
0: The next thing I want to say, I could be imposing this onto you, yeah. but you have to let me know if it's actually something that's there. Okay. But I you know when I see the, the money jessel kind of girl walk down the runways and mm-hmm. the various shows you've had or pose, you know, you're going into bridal wear mm-hmm. too now. There's a sense of liberty and freedom that I see. Mm-hmm. Like the, the way you even curate the photo shoot to mimic mm-hmm. the type of lifestyle you want that yes. collection to evoke. Or the type of girl that you get to pose for your photo mm-hmm. I like I see perhaps somebody who didn't feel free at one point and mm-hmm. finally is like running through the grass yeah. with the wind blowing through her hair yeah is that coming from your childhood too
1: okay I guess where it kind of roots from is like when I grew up in Brampton I w- I didn't grow up in like the brown part of Brampton mm-hmm. so I was like one of like the only Indian girls in my school at that time or like one of the very few and I feel like it was when I was in high school that I met more brown people and I was like whoa like that's so cool because I grew up with just like like for example, um, when I was in grade five or grade six, like I would let people call me Manny instead mm-hmm. of money. I was I was too ashamed to mm-hmm. uh, let them know like how my name is supposed to be pronounced. But now I just own that. Like I'm Indian and I'm proud and I'm not afraid to showcase it. It was like even like, bringing my lunch to school. Like sometimes my mom would pack me roti and like I don't want to bring it out because I was embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, why was I like that? There, there was no reason mm-hmm. to be that way.
0: So there is that sense of freedom yeah, and celebration. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, It's kind of like owning your identity.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, you know, you are, you are a very young girl. Yeah. What have been some of the challenges with starting your label and kind of creating identity for yourself in this bu- fashion business?
1: I think like the biggest one would have to be being Indian and Canadian because I, okay. I don't I don't fit in anywhere like basically the Canadian market they see my clothes and they see that it's too exotic or too too different, too ethnic and then I go to the Indian market mm-hmm. they're like well you're technically not Indian anymore you're Canadian. So I find like I don't oh, Lord. yeah mm-hmm. um, so I find like I don't fit anywhere but I did like a rant on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, and I found that when I talked about this, a lot of girls resonated with that. Mm -hmm. Because I had someone tell me that I should stop using white models, and I should only use Indian girls. And I was like, well, that's not fair. Like, you're pigeonholing me into being just an Indian designer for desis, when I want my brand to be a little bit more global than that and I want um, everybody to wear my clothes. Anyone that can appreciate them can wear my clothes.
0: Yeah, see, so I'm glad you're speaking about this stuff and I don't know if you're always necessarily open about it.
1: Yeah, I think it's just recent that I've become very open about it. And I
0: think that's good because there are a lot of people in our generation, even younger than us now, who are probably far more mature than we were at those ages, who are struggling with just this. Yeah. Exactly. How do they kind of create an identity for themselves? Yeah. When they're living in a community in Canada or in America. Yeah. And then you know how to fight off that sort of racism. Yeah,
1: exactly. So was
0: art and creativity the way you kinda of coped?
1: Yeah. I would say so.
0: Yeah? Yeah. And so how has your fashion collections helped heal you over these years?
1: Um, I think it's just been a way of self expression. Mm-hmm. So just being able to like put out my artwork and show people and then have them resonate with it has been very
0: Cool. But yeah. you know, cheers money. Yeah. Cheers to all the success you've had. Thank you. And to many more gowns and yeah. many more celebrities. Yeah. And lots of money. Yes, lots exactly. of money jessel. <laughs> awesome. Cheers. cheers.